Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96 FM. Sarah, is it, is it filing or feeling? I always ask people. Filing. Filing. Recalibrating yeah. reality is a big term for what actually is quite a simple <laughs> process. It's recognizing what actually matters and dealing only with what actually matters in the here and now. Isn't that right? Good morning. That's it. Um, it. I know it's a big, long-winded kind of theory, but um, it is quite simple in reality. It's basically about bringing your awareness back to yourself, back to the present moment, where there is safety most of the time now, um, and where there is very little to be afraid of, where there's normally and usually not much threat going on, as I say now, most of the time yeah. for most people. Yeah. Now, you're a personal development coach and a trauma therapist, and you, you said there are three levels of reality, uh, primary, second, and third, and we should do our level best to live in the primary. So what's in there? What's in the primary? So the primary reality is our right here, right now, present environment moment. And it's, as I said, usually quite safe um, for most people most of the time. Now, obviously, look, there's the times where we're not safe and, you know, in dangerous situations, but most of the time it is. So um, then your second level reality or level two would be kind of the bigger picture of your life. And it's more what's going on around us, what's going on within our relationships relationships you know could be career could be responsibilities or commitments and it can also be the past as well we spend a lot of time thinking about all of those things as opposed to focusing on our present moment and on our level one reality and then the third reality is the outer um context of life where you're talking about like media you know the outside world it may not have a direct it's basically whatever doesn't have a direct effect on you but it's stuff that you spend time thinking about it's stuff that you perceive and stuff that you watch like the media society culture Mm. could be wars pandemics all of that would be in your level three reality Mm. so my theory is that a lot of our fear and threat comes from level two which is the bigger picture of your life and level three which is everything that's going on outside your life that's where most of the fear and threat comes from unless now that you're in a dangerous situation where you're immediately threatened sure the best state you can be in isn't it sarah at any one time mentally is to be surrounded your reality for want of a better word is things over which you have control and something that you can't control doesn't belong in that circle no, this is it. And that's the that's the other side of my coaching model is recognizing what you can control and what you can't control. So within your level two reality and level three reality, there's most likely not an awful lot you can control unless there's immediate actions you can take in your present moment. Mm. So it's about recognizing that, recognizing what actions you can take 
to, you know, maybe alleviate whatever is causing you fear or anxiety within that moment and then it's about recognizing when you can't control a situation or when there is no action that you can take and let it go and kind of set the intention that you'll come back to that whenever you can take an action on it yeah there, there are things in life aren't there that we we have no control over for fragment's sake we have no control over what a neighbor or a family member, we've no control over what they do over how they behave. We can't control that. We no. can control our reaction to it. And to it's recognising yeah. that is the right thing. It is, yeah. And that's like that's the beauty of this model as well. It will really build your self-awareness and it will really kind of make you look at and question or realise how much time you spend thinking about really insignificant things that you cannot control. Now, sorry, they may not be insignificant, but it's the things that you spend time thinking about that you can't control. A lot of that is time and energy and focus and attention wasted, unfortunately, when you could really be putting that energy into, you know, creating the life that you want or re- recognizing what it is that you want as opposed to focusing on what you don't want and the thing about it as well is when you build your self-awareness you automatically increase your quality of life there's a direct correlation between a higher self-awareness higher emotional intelligence and a nice good quality of life with happiness peace and joy there's also about recognizing boundaries and being good with boundaries. One of the nice, uh, I, if you like, a word of praise I heard about somebody recently. Oh, yeah, she's very boundaried. There's a new word on me. Yeah. Boundaries are very important, and I covered that in my Life Changers program. So, boundaries are so important in relationships and for yourself as well, in terms of, you know, I was just chatting to Fiona about the weekend. It was, I had a quite restful weekend, and I have to be very boundaried myself with that. I have to put those boundaries in place for myself. But also, we need boundaries in relationships. It's good to be vulnerable in relationships, but you need to know how far you can go with vulnerability. There is so much, like I could talk for hours on boundaries, there's so much to say about it. But it's just really important to recognize, are your boundaries too weak? Are they too strong? Or are they right in the middle? And how you'll know that is the impact that different things have on you. If there's a bit of resistance in your life, if you're having, you know, if there's things that you're not happy with, then boundaries are definitely one to be looking at. Yeah. Like your boundaries are as in, if d- d- figuring out your boundaries and figuring out the things that actually matter. They're very aligned, aren't they? They are. Yeah, and and you really need to know what matters and what you want within your relationships and within your life to set your boundaries. And you need to know what healthy boundaries are. And we need support with that. We're not taught that, Mm. you know, actively. Well, we haven't been. It's changing, thankfully, finally. But we haven't actively been taught about any of this stuff really Mm. growing up. You know, I hadn't. And that's through no fault of anybody's. This is only we're only really starting to see now the impact of not having boundaries or not having emotional intelligence or not working on our personal development. We're starting to see that now along the lines of mental health difficulties and, you know, unresolved pain and trauma. We're seeing the, the massive impact that's taking on 
people's mental health and you know hopefully people are starting to realize that it's not scary to face it it maybe feels scary but when you're in the in the moment and you're when you're when you've got support in facing any unresolved pain or changes that need to be made it's yeah. not as scary as it seems initially yeah there's a there's a I, how connected to say the third level of reality as you put it is the tendency to overthink we can overthink for ireland some of us massively and i would be saying to people now i'm not encouraging people you know like look the the term ignorance is bliss comes up um comes to mind for me but i'm not encouraging people to be dispassionate or not to empathize with you know what's going on in the world that's not it at all sure but i I even found myself during the pandemic, especially, I was getting very, very fearful about what was going on. It was creating a lot of fear in me. And I really had to switch off from that. And I had to really filter what I was looking at on social media and what I was listening to on the news, all of that. So you really have to be like, if something is having consequences in your life in a negative way, you really have to look at that. And that's where the boundaries part comes in then to set your boundaries boundaries around that because that's going to protect your mental health and that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day you know to preserve your peace and preserve your inner happiness Mm. um or increase it whatever the case may be so yes the level three of reality the outer whatever is going on in the world can have a huge impact on worry and fear and overthinking and anxiety is it kind or unkind to, to stop someone when they're talking to you and say come here you know, you have no control over the situation you're talking about. You have no control over it. Step away from it. It's not. It's not doing any good. Is it? Is it kind or unkind to do that? I would say to take every case as it comes. So we say. It depends on how a person is feeling as well. Some days you're able for the conversations and other days you're not. So I would take it on, you know, a day by day basis, check in with how you're feeling. And if you are talking to somebody who's pretty fixated on something that you are not too comfortable with, you can communicate that in a very gentle non-judgmental nice way by saying look I appreciate you want to talk about this but at the moment I'm not feeling great around that so is there any chance we could you know change the subject and maybe move on to something a bit more you know on neutral ground as opposed to something that strikes up a lot of opinions which can be kind of can be a bit you know uh, divisive in conversations between friends or family or relationships you know how how important is it to to just every so often take time to yourself and maybe with a piece of paper even and a pen to write down the things that matter right here, right now? Very important and very beneficial. Um, it shouldn't be, you know, it doesn't have to be a chore. It doesn't have to be uh, something that you don't look forward to. It's it could it should be like a discovery kind of a thing to see. I do regularly myself. I try to do it at least once a week if I can. Um, if not, once every couple of weeks, just to sit down, check in with myself. How am I feeling? What's going on for me? Is there any actions that I can take around that? Mm. What are the general feelings? Do I need support with that? Do is there some 
someone that can help me that I can share with that I can you know talk it through with um and I well I'm very active with my personal development anyway I'm constantly learning and things like that but you know it it's a really enjoyable process when you make it, you know, something that you want to do, not something that you have to do, you know? Okay. All right. Recalibrating reality is a big umbrella term for just sorting out the things that matter and teaching yourself to sort out and focus only on the things that matter and actually matter to you and matter to you right now. MarryMeCenter.ie is where you'll find out an awful lot more about recalibrating reality. Sarah Filan, thank you for that. She's a personal development coach and trauma therapist. Courts 96 FM Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.